Artists Talk with Alan Corvaya and Madeline Quinn. Let us begin. Oh, that is clean, Madeline. Thank you. <laughs> oh, great. So, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. You're my first chat of the year. That's so exciting. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, 2023. 2023. This year, you know feels isn't your favorite number 23 you said uh one of my favorite numbers it's my oh, third favorite number what's your first favorite number 21 oh fucking <laughs> well we already went through that year, i know we're, so. we're done with the 21 then 17 then 23 what about 17 you like i like i like its essence uh-huh I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> so i've talked to a few people about this apparently this isn't something that everybody feels but i Every single number, I have very strong feelings about each number. Okay. So sometimes it's the way the numbers look, or sometimes it's the way, like, when it's said, the reason I, like, I, I like right. it or not like it, you know? Yeah. So every number I have different. And 17, I think I really like the way the one and the seven kind of form a shape. You know, the form oh, a triangle. yeah. Um, I, like, I like the way that looks. Uh, and I just like the... The feeling of the one being this tall form and the seven kind of this cut out to the side. Yeah. I, I, I don't know There's how There's a little bit to... of danger. To yes. It. It's not yes. like an 11, uh-huh. which an 11 is like a beautiful number. It's yes. almost very angelic, right? Because it's the um, yeah. parallel, you know, just two yeah. parallel lines. Yeah. But then the 17 is like that. Yeah. yeah. Do you, um, do you, that reminds me, like, do you believe in like angel numbers and stuff like that? Do you see that? Um, a little bit yeah i would say i don't always think of them as i don't know i haven't thought of them as angel numbers as much but i definitely have i think of them as like lucky numbers so like 20 anytime i see 21 it's like lucky number. i always think Uh, of it as like a lucky number and do you see it often yeah i think so i think because the reason it started being my favorite number was because in grade school i don't know if you had this too but we had like magic numbers every year and it Mm. all it was was just where your last name fell in the alphabetical order in that class because, you know, they would number off starting with the last name of A. Mm-hmm. And then, but you'd have that number and you'd write that number on all your school supplies and for that year. That wow. was your magic number. Okay. And so three years in a row, first, second, and third grade, mine was 21. Just because Quinn, you know, where it lined mm-hmm. up in oh, the class. Great. And so then just like that, then that started being my favorite number. And so then it was my soccer number all growing oh, up. Oh, really? Yeah. So By all, coincidence or like just? Then I chose, once it had been chose. my number in school, then I chose it for my soccer nice. number. Um, but I do think that it, I do see it come up sometimes. And I do, I love 11-11, the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I always, yeah, I make do. A wish yeah, a, make a yeah. wish at 11-11. Yeah. Sevens, I, I like sevens in general. You know, they're lucky as well. Oh, they are. Yeah, that's right? what I've always heard. Yeah. What about you? Do you, is yours is 28? Yeah. Yeah. You know that. And eight is my favorite number, so. Oh, okay. And eight, not 28? Eight is my favorite number, but then 28 is my angel number. Oh. So it's like, I see 28 everywhere, and now that I've added, I guess, more value to mm-hmm. this idea or, I mean, I believe in it. So mm-hmm. sometimes when I make choices or like go through parts of my life or little, like I, I would see, I, I'll see like little omens. I'll see, I'll mm-hmm. see the 28 and I'm like, oh, it's this way. Uh. Or I'm feeling frustrated and all of a sudden like, I don't know, something very randomly like just pops up at 28. Like this, this happened recently where like I had to change my car and stuff. And the miles that it had on this car that I had picked, mm-hmm. it was 28 miles. Like, I tried, like, seven cars, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, that was just looking at different things. And just the one, I, and I wasn't looking at the mileage. I was yeah. just like, oh, okay, yeah. And then when I'm signing up the paperwork, oh, it's, t- it's 28 Okay, <laughs> great. Awesome. <laughs> and, it, and it has happened like that so often. And every time I pick up the phone, like, 728. 1128. Oh, 10, I see that. Yes. yes. So what do you see? What number? I, for me, it's 823 because that's my birthday is Ooh. August 23rd. But I feel like all the time when I pick up the phone, when I, when I look at the, the mm-hmm. clock, it's 823. Which that's great. The same. Yeah. But that's so interesting. You might have a little bit of an angel number. That. Mm-hmm. If it so, who cares? <laughs> but um, 23, August 23 is your birthday? Yes. Does that make you a Leo? No. I'm... So I'm a Virgo. You're a Virgo. You are too, right? That makes so much sense. (laughs) Really? Yeah, because you have all the quirks and shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. I guess I'm quirky. 
odd human being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz um correct me if I'm wrong. You're kind of picky with food. Maybe just a little. Just you know, a little, just, right? Yeah, just a smidge, you know. Right. Yeah. And I don't know, I just feel like we we Virgos have a little bit of um fixations on things. Ah, uh, yes. And very I am very OCD, not not to the extent of you know full OCD, yeah. but I am very particular about yeah. how I like things. I a lot of. What times. are you particular about? Other um, than food, because we you know. I I'm very particular about colors matching, oh. and so I think of this like even in, I don't know if I if what I'm wearing when I put something together, even if I'm going to bed, I if my my sweatpants and my Mm-hmm. sweatshirt have to match you know i can't have them clashing colors you're going to bed <laughs> yeah okay. or the other day i went on a walk with my roommate it was just us we were just gonna be walking mm-hmm. i wasn't gonna see anyone else okay i think i changed twice because i didn't like and she she looked at me and she said you know it's just us we're just going on a walk but i i just didn't like the way the colors were matching and it has nothing to do with how other people perceive you it's more like a thing that's just I think in you. yeah. Well, even I remember I talked about this actually back in Wolves and uh, at LMU. Oh, yeah. We all went around and we talked about like quirks we have. And I, yeah. I remember this was one. Then I said too is when I write with a pencil. I used to always use like mechanical pencils. I feel like now I use pens a little bit more. Okay. But um, I like my mechanical pencil the color of it to match what I'm wearing. What? <laughs> and so How that's many like mechanical pencils. Do you have? <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I only had like maybe four or five colors, so it wasn't always an exact match. But I, I was very. Oh my gosh! The other thing I do with color. <laughs> this this one's more relevant. Is so I make protein shake and a tea almost every day. And as you know, because my weird eating, that's like what I eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we have these cups and straws at my house. So I always make my protein shake in the Nutribullet and then my tea in one of the cups. And I have to match the straws of the protein shake with the the cup mm. and the lid in the straw. And then I try to match all of that to like either what I'm wearing or sometimes it's more to like the essence of the day. You know, what the day feels, oh, what color that the day feels like. Mm. Or if it's seasonal, like I match it yeah. to a winter color or like a summer color. See that I don't I don't find uh, obstructing, you know, like yeah. that's almost like you're 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 in tune and you're like almost setting up intentions for your day or mm-hmm. how things. But um, and this is my in my experience. Yeah. Uh, recently, I've I've started to like analyze myself a little more, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, and just look at the things that I do alone. Yeah. Because that's when you're kind of like the most yourself. Yes. Honestly, and. I've found that I have this certain limit, like the fixations that become limitations. And mm. I've heard this from other people. Like even my mom said it to me recently. You have so many rules. Like mm-hmm. you, you just, and I was like, I, I really like started to think deeper about that, of how many like rules I create for myself yeah, and how they just go. Like for instance, uh, sometimes I, I have to, um, I have to do this one thing, right? Like I need to, I wanted to write this and I have an idea. Oh, I need to write this idea. Okay, mm-hmm. I can't lose it. But while I had the idea, I was washing the dishes. Mm. Oh, so no, no. I can. I need to finish washing the dishes. Uh. Dry them before I go wa- wash. And then by the time I'm sitting down, like this, the inspiration yeah, is almost gone. gone. Yeah. What What would be the problem? I tell myself, Alan, like what would be the problem if you just stop what are you doing and just and go write the idea and then you get back to it. Like, yeah. But it's all this like little compulsive things yes. that I've developed and and now I'm like trying to like switch them so I'm curious as to like have out of all those quirks that you have have you found any limitations in some of them I think yeah I've started to be aware of those things as well mm. I think I also have a lot of rules for myself when you said that I very yeah. much relate and I think we've talked about this before that uh, like uh, people have told me mm. you have so many rules why why where did these come from mm. you know and I think I do. I, I mean, even rules such as, and this is so crazy because now I look back and this is one that I don't do as much anymore. But mm. when I was in high school, every single week for all four years of high school, there's five days in a week, right? Generally. Yeah. And of a school week. Uh, I would wear my hair down two times in a, some sort of braid one time, a bun one time, and a ponytail one time. Every Religiously. Week. Every yes, day. every week. Well, every week it had to be those five 
would cycle through Sorted every week. Sort it out. Yes. And it could be maybe a, a version of down could be curled. And the two versions of down had to be different. So it had to be maybe straight one time and up curled another time. And so that was just – but I never thought of that as even strange until afterwards. I just thought – well, there's five days. I want to have the most variety of how I wear my hair. I also had a, <laughs> I also had a school uniform, so you know maybe mm. that's also I didn't have to think about what I was wearing. Right. But it wasn't until later I mentioned that to someone, and they said every single week you yeah. systematically had how yeah. you were going to wear your hair. And now it's funny because I've thought about and I've let you know I've let that go now. I don't do that anymore. Right. I just wear my hair however I'm choosing to wear it that day. But part of me sometimes almost misses that. Because I feel that now I wear my hair just down or half up, half, you know, all the time. And I don't do as many different variety things. I don't do the weird braided buns and, you know, all this stuff that I did all the time then. So I don't know. Do you think that has to do maybe with how how you're allocating your creativity now? Because if you think about it, back then you didn't have Uh, to think too much creatively about what you were exposing yourself with clothes. Yeah. But you could play with your head. Yeah. But now it's like, well, you can dress however you want. Yeah. You you do almost whatever. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that it is a different form of creativity. I think because I like things, I like systems a lot. And I like rules. I think that I almost feel the need maybe sometimes to impose a system in order to fuel my creativity, yeah. which seems almost counterintuitive. It's counterintuitive, but yes. I, I, this goes back to the Virgo thing that we're talking about. Of yeah. like, it's like getting to understand yourself. Like, yes. I guess you are realizing that you're more of a structure, mm-hmm. but then once you create the structure, then you're free to form, yes. you're free to create. Yes, yes, yeah. I wonder what happens though when that structure either isn't is not possible because mm-hmm. there are moments where you. You just can't. Yeah. And there mo- and then and when it's not possible, and then when when it's when the system is obstructed, or like when something just gets in the way and just crashes it. Like for instance, you spend three hours, um, you know, uh, organizing your agenda and this and that, so you could sit down and have a writing. But then when you're just about to write, your roommates walk in mm-hmm. and they bring a party of people. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. everything you did up until that moment, it's just like. Well, yeah. Now what? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So what happens to you? When, when... Well, it's interesting you bring that up because this is something I've started being really aware of in myself as well okay. is a lot of times I have a set plan for how my day is going to go, you mm, know? And yeah. it's, it's like in my head, I'm like, okay, I'll wake up, I'll work out, then I'll come home, I'll make right. breakfast, then I'll take a shower, then I'm going to go <laughs> get this done, you know? By the millimeter. Yes, yes, everything. I have it all yes, planned yes. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but then, like even yesterday, I had... And I didn't even have anything set yesterday. I didn't have any places I needed right. to be. I didn't have somebody that was expecting me. But yeah. in my head, I had this whole system. And But then my brother calls, you know? And so I end up talking on the phone for an hour. Uh-huh. And so then it's having to reorganize. And I've caught myself. I've kind of been aware of this. Is yeah. sometimes when I have this set schedule and then somebody, something happens, you know, that somebody calls me or yeah. some, my roommate comes in and needs to talk. I notice myself getting irritated sometimes. I yeah. notice this irritation where I'm like, I, I need to get to the next thing. No, I can't stop and talk because mm-hmm. I need to get this. But now that I've become aware of that, yeah. I've tried to shift and think, no, I don't have anywhere I need to be. You yeah. know, I can rearrange the stuff. This this is now. This is more important. This person needs to talk to me. You know, this is better. Yes. You know, the magic of that is like, I've realized too, it's mm-hmm. like when you truly just surrender to the moment, to mm-hmm. the present and like, just do that or yeah. do this or engage this priority. That's and you. You're not holding on to the plan. Mm-hmm. A lot of more cool, unexpected things happen. Yes. Yes. Like all of a sudden you're like in a world that you didn't imagine yourself being like, oh, well. It sucks that I didn't cross off these things from the list, mm-hmm. but look at all the new things I got to do that weren't even part of. A, I couldn't even yeah. have imagined. Yes, yes, I agree. And then just how those things always lead to more as you keep going, and as you just keep allowing, just keep allowing things yes. to happen. Then suddenly you're in a place where you never yeah. could have imagined. You you never could have planned for yourself. Oh, 100%. Yeah, this December taught me a big lesson on that because I was traveling with my mom mm-hmm. and like. I was kind of in charge of like the places we were like I was kind of ca- like the captain of the trip and mm-hmm. you know helping book things and whatever and because there was a snowstorm and we were traveling in places that were rainy and there were so many so- we were in Seattle and Portland yeah and there was just so many plan changes oh. to the point where I was like 
to me became a joke. It's like we're gonna do this, but up, uh, God willing, if it happened, da, 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 or I'm gonna, yeah. just, I'm gonna do this, but uh, because of the weather, maybe it's not. Yeah. <laughs> so we, my mom, would just like joke about, oh well, because of the weather, oh it's close, oh yeah. it's close, look at that, because of the weather, and it just became so much more fun. Be- as yeah. opposed to like the first three days, I was just like, oh no, this, oh it's yeah. not flowing, and then like not flowing, and then what what fascinates me is how much is us who get in the way yes rather yes. than other things in our yes and just because we're getting on our way we start projecting that out so yeah. it's like oh no 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 things are not working for me oh i, I planned this and then and then like you think everything is is wrong uh-huh or outside mm-hmm. and then when you like really just will go like like this and you're like oh wait wait a minute wait a minute i'm healthy like Oh, I'm with my mom. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm in a news. What? What? Yeah. I'm traveling. Yeah. Like, why do I have to? What is there to complain? Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. That was, I was just listening to a podcast the other day and they were, they mentioned that, I think the quote was, um, our entire, our entire world is eternal, is internal. Mm. And more to explain this a little bit more specifically, just exactly what you're saying that everything that happens to us we are we are creating the world as we want to see it. So yeah. everything starts internally of how we want to see it. The exact same circumstances could happen to two people. And one person could be, wow, this is so exciting. This is happening to me. This is the best day. This is so great. It's raining. We need more rain in LA. You know, whatever. Whereas the other person is thinking, oh, like it's raining. That means I can't go outside. I can't go on that picnic I wanted to. Whereas the other person thinks, oh, I can sit in by the fire. Mm. I can listen to the rain. You know, just all of this is, it's all how you perceive the world. Um, And always just looking at that and kind of making the bright side of everything. I mean, it changes everything. Like It's true. And like, but there's moments so hard, right? When you're like in in such a weird, you're so caught up in your internal world Mm -hmm. like that. Like whatever reality you created in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. That you can get out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do then? Like, I'm curious, and this is something I really want to wanted to ask you. It's like when you encounter adversity, you, Madeline. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, I don't know. You have a you fight with someone. There's a breakup, or there's a an accident, or yada yada yada. You know, it's like. It's easy to say in your head, oh, well, things are happening for me. Like, Mm -hmm. this is all for the better. I should be grateful that. But sometimes it's like that's just easier said than done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So how do you do go about like that? About changing the perspective and not just saying it and actually. Mm -hmm, And actually doing it, mm -hmm. putting into action. I think for for me, a lot of it starts in prayer. I think that Mm -hmm. for me, the like if I meet with adversity or something doesn't go my way and I'm feeling myself, you know, getting upset or anxious or anything. Um, it, I, for me, I turn to God and it's this prayer of, you know, letting go of what I think should be right Mm. and entrusting it to God's will instead. And just accepting that, okay, like this isn't what I thought was going to happen, but something even better is going to happen. Um, so I feel like that's one of the first ones is, is turning to prayer, trying to let go of this grip that, so many of us have on life so often of it needing to be our way, mm. uh, letting go of that. And then I think also just kind of trying to focus and fuel any of the feelings I'm feeling towards better things rather than just sitting and thinking and spiraling and wallowing more, putting it into art, like using those feelings to drive things I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. Or another thing, my mom always says this whenever, you know, if I'm upset or if she's upset, she says, if you're sad or you're, you're upset about something, then do good for others. Go do oh. good for others. And so we used to, I feel like a lot, a few times if, um, like I was sad about something, then my mom would say, okay, let's go volunteer somewhere. Or let's, mm. let's go bring soup to our friend who just had a surgery. You know, let's go oh. talk to her. Cause it really taking the focus off of yourself and putting it on others needs, I mm. think for me helps so much. It's a, such a shift of perspective yeah. seeing, okay, I'm sad about, I don't know the fact that like about this breakup or about yeah, a role yeah. that I didn't get. But then all of a sudden you put your focus on someone else and you think this person, it doesn't know where their next meal is coming from. This person yeah. just broke both their legs and can't walk for Yeah, months. It's almost like you're, you're driving yourself to a place of humility and like yes. acknowledgement of like, I am fortunate. Yes. And because I'm fortunate, let me, let me put my energy and, and resource to good use rather yes. than 
than just spiraling and not doing anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And really using, you know, anything that you do have to yeah. serve others rather than pitying yourself. And this is interesting too, because what, what happens when you start doing that so that you can feel uh, validation from others? So like, because it, it can also get very, you can get trapped in the, okay, well, I'm sad. Let me find, um, let me seek out purpose in other people so let me go out mm-hmm. do something that will make me feel good but uh let me get their validation so that that i feel good about myself you know what i mean yeah 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 How do you i, go I about- know but i think i mean this is one of world's big one of the world's big questions i feel like okay. is is there any selfless good deed mm-hmm. you know i feel like you're going into that which is hard because there's there's an episode of friends I don't okay know, that, <laughs> where this their phoebe mm-hmm. is determined to find a good deed okay. and the others are arguing no because whenever you do these nice things for people you're feeling good about yourself so then isn't that selfish because you're just doing it to feel and so she's determined to find it and she, you know she she can't find right. a good deed that's completely selfless um but i think a lot of it comes in in the intention of it like i think that yeah. it's if you're going about doing these nice things for people only in order that they'll think that you're a nice person then that's, that's that's maybe perhaps yeah it's not problematic healthy. perhaps probably, yeah, yeah yeah probably not healthy yeah. yeah but if you're doing it because you're fully willing the good of the other yeah then I think that that that's where well, the motivation has to come from right right and there's an element of like you developing or taking pleasure in helping others mm-hmm. like like you generally as like uh, Phoebe was saying in the episode like you really feeling good about yourself of like. It doesn't matter if they liked it or not. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud. I got off bed and I went and I I did a sandwich with so much love and gave them to them. Yes. And hey, maybe they don't like it, but I did it. Yes. Yes. And like that that, yes. that energy of like, yeah. well, I, I tried my best and yeah. I'm, I'd rather be doing that than just wallow in. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I agree. And it's hard, you know, because I, I, I also went through periods of like, you know, it's just like you go through life and there are moments where you're... Uh, I've been wallowing and, and not feeling even the motivation mm-hmm. of, of mm-hmm. having. So for me, it's been hard to find sometimes the motivation to even. But even I hadn't thought about, like, for instance, going out and helping people. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, great. Like, yeah. Because it's it's when you don't have motivation, it's sometimes hard to have faith. Yes. And it's so interesting that you say, oh, I turn to prayer. Yeah. You also turn to faith. Yeah. You faith that, because you can have faith and you you can keep yourself in the same cycle by just saying, well, I'd rather be here because there isn't any more good coming anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm more comfortable here crying and being sad and mm-hmm. all this. And um, like, why why turn to the, the thought of like, oh, good things might come from this? You know, like, mm-hmm. am, I, am I losing you? In, it, what what it, precisely are you asking? Yeah, like, no, no, it's not. It's more like a, yeah, like a. Like, how do you hold on to the faith and the and the idea, the faith that good things will come even when you're in a dark situation? That's yes. a very yeah. good way of putting it. Sometimes you don't have the, the yes. motivation. Yeah, it. yeah. Okay, when you were saying, uh, talking about motivation, you know, often all of us find ourselves in days or times, longer periods when we yeah. don't have motivation. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of another thing from the podcast that I had recommended yeah. you listen to. There's a line in it that... Um, discipline eats motivation for breakfast and i loved that i love yes. this idea because he was he was saying that uh all of us motivation comes and goes yeah. all of us are going to have times we feel motivated times we don't you know and, and it's crazy because the world is so focused on the time on like how can i get motivated like how can i feel yeah. more motivated to do this but in the end of the day the more important thing is the doing it not just the feeling motivated to do it but actually doing it and what's required in order to do it is the discipline Mm -hmm. to make yourself do it because it's we're not always gonna feel motivated to go work out we're not you know but But you showing up yes and working out yes you're like putting in the you're you're putting in the numbers Mm -hmm. it's like like well i didn't feel like writing but i still sat down and, and wrote shit but i wrote but i wrote i did it Yes. And sometimes we put, I think the trouble is like we put these expectations of ourselves that, oh, 
in order for to do this in mm -hmm. order for instance i'm gonna keep using the example of yeah. in order to to write a story i need to have a really good idea that yes. just catches my breath and like i can't let go of the idea until i freaking mm -hmm. you know I, i have all the inspiration i need to wake up no 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 it's like you sitting down and writing shit is what's gonna maybe help you crack the idea and yes. find the idea yeah yeah i agree and that's oh, i have two different thoughts kind uh -huh. of different directions but yeah. both coming from that same point One, oh, I don't know which one to go to first. Okay, starting with the writing thing and the sitting down and having to have a great idea. Uh, it just makes me think of when we did our 30 days of writing poems. That was really fun. Yes. For context, for context. Yes. Me and Madeline, we did a little challenge. Uh, we, were, we were just keeping each other accountable and writing a poem a day. And it didn't have to be the poem. Mm -hmm. No, it's just a poem. Yeah. And... Yeah, and, and sending it and sharing it. Yes. I think the act of sharing it was good. Yes, yes. And, and it was good having the accountability because it's, I, I was like, I, I know Alan's expecting a poem. I, I know <laughs> yes, he's going to get yes. one. And then, or if I hadn't done it yet and you sent yours, I was like, dang, like now I have yeah. to respond. I can't respond yeah. until I respond with a poem. Yeah. Uh, and that was so good because I, I love writing. I love writing poetry. Yeah. And yet I don't do it that often. You know, I don't do it as, because part of it is I have this need to have this great inspiration and to sit down and yeah. write a great poem that's you know gonna be yeah. mind breaking and, yeah, and you don't know, get me wrong yes. like sometimes you you ride that horse and it's amazing like yes when the when the muse just comes you're like oh my mm -hmm, god and mm -hmm. it, but it's not all the time yes yes and so it was so good just to every day it was like even if i'm tired even if i don't want to okay i'm gonna sit down and write something and you know sometimes i wrote ones that probably weren't the best yeah. they were a little Same. rough but, but sometimes you sit down and write something and it's like wow i had no idea i had that inside of me and then you write it and you're you're proud of what you just did Even though sitting down, you had there was nothing. It yeah. was all empty up here. And then yeah. all of a sudden, this beautiful thing comes onto the page. Yeah. It's just from sitting down. Just from sitting down. It's almost like you making space for things. It, it's what allows things to come. Yes. You know, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I also think of like, in order for new things to come into your life, you got to let go of what you're holding on to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You literally let go. Like literally just go, wow. Yeah. Watch There it goes. Watch it fly. Watch it fly. Yeah. But but it's not only because yeah because we we when we get caught up on things our expectations or this or that we're like missing out on to like the little doorbell that's kicking mm -hmm. in the present it's mm -hmm. like hey no it's here. hey but you you don't hear the door until you like yes you're a go to deliver you know yeah yeah until you're in the right room um, what was the other idea that you had oh yes the other thing that starts in the same place but gears in a different direction yeah, yeah. Uh, just when you were talking about we were talking about discipline and having to sit down and write, you know, and do this right. even when you don't feel like it. I think the same, I was just thinking of it in regards to uh, my faith and like prayer and, you know, mm -hmm. have, how do you find that even oh, when yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, feel yeah. it? And I think so much of it, once again, is the discipline of it. And it's not because it's, oh. and I've heard this in, um, uh, Father Mike Schmitz is a priest and speaker that I really like. And he talks about this at one point that, you know, even in my faith life, like we're not always going to feel, I'm not always going to feel inspired. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many times he even talks about this, somebody who you admire as a great, like the top of having faith and prayer, and everything. <laughs> you know, like, sure. and he mm -hmm. talks about all the time. He questions God. He's like, what am I doing? You know, is this, wow. is this right? Like, is this what's being, I'm being called to do? And he says also as people come to him sometimes and say like, father, like I'm going through all the motion, you know, I'm, do I'm going to mass every, every week. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm praying, like I'm doing all this stuff, but I just, I just don't feel it, you know, like I'm not getting anything. Like mm -hmm. I don't feel it. And so often it's like, okay, well like just keep, keep doing like, mm -hmm. you know, stick, stay at it, stick stay at it. Cause it's mm -hmm. not gonna happen just like that. Sometimes yeah. going through those motions of still praying and, Go through the motions until they become more than motions yeah. is what I think it is. And I think that in many facets of life, you know, that, and it's yes, so true. yes, in everything, it's like, we're not always going to, not every day is going to be this spectacular, no. crazy thing, Oh no! but you have to keep going through everything until yeah. it is. And when you, and even when it is, you keep going, then you just keep going even more. That reminds me of a, a quote I heard yesterday from this, uh, it's a, round table of actors that came out recently and mm -hmm. um one of the actors was talking about uh going to his therapist and and he was feeling very low and he was saying like oh you know 
my, my lows are very low and my highs are very high. You know, how can I just, you know, stay in the middle? Like, I really mm -hmm. want to just stay in the middle. Mm -hmm. And their therapist looks at him and, and tells him, um, well, you know, when you go to the doctor and you, you know, they put a, the, the wire in your heart and you're seeing the monitor go up and down, up and down. If, um, if it stayed in the middle, you would flatline. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And that's what's life like. Life it's full of the ups and downs, and yes. it's it's when people like. I feel like I understand that more and more because it's like that. You know, there's the cliche of like, oh, it's the bad moments that make you appreciate the good moments, and like sometimes that 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 was that would cause me to cringe mm -hmm, every time I would mm -hmm. hear that. Oh, yeah, I know that. Whatever, but whatever. But then I'm like, when you really like start to sit more with it and really like just feel the understanding of that mm -hmm. truth it, it is truth like, like i mean like if my dad hadn't um passed away in 2014 mm -hmm. i wouldn't have the appreciation or openness and the connections of people i, I, I literally just wouldn't be here you mm -hmm. know what i mean and mm -hmm. and i so much rather be here mm -hmm. and sometimes to be here you you go through shit you have to go through yeah. through muddy times. Yeah. So yeah, and it's it's good to know, you know, mm -hmm. and that that that's what also helps me stay hopeful when I'm going through a bad time of like, well, I'm in a tunnel right now, mm -hmm. but uh, if I keep driving, mm -hmm. if I keep showing up mm -hmm. every day, um, I'm, I'm gonna get to see the light of the tunnel. Yeah. 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 I agree. <laughs> It, it makes me think of on um, the show The Chosen. I think I've told you about Maybe. it. Maybe. Yeah, I because I think I told you you remind me of one of the actors in it. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but, and so it's about Jesus and the apostles, and it, it's a, for anybody listening. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> it is a. So if you don't know, yeah, Madeline, so, she's a nun. And, no, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> um, no, but it's it's really a phenomenal show. Just, it, it from any perspective and they the creators even talk about they want it to be this historical fiction that anybody yeah. from any background any interest would enjoy watching any it belief, uh, yes any belief mm -hmm. um and the acting is just is really great it's it's one of the best uh rendition that's the wrong word but um adaptations of the of stories from the bible that i've seen because i think a lot yeah. tend to be cheesy and yeah. low budget and not great acting not great you know all yeah. of those things but this one it's the best part about it is that it humanizes all the everybody everybody in it you know you start realizing all the the stuff these people mm -hmm. are going through you know when you just read them on the page it's just like it's hard oh to like, yes yeah. it's hard to, and you just think of it as like oh they were all these great perfect. people they're yeah. all perfect and always it was, had faith yes yes uh, it was so easy for yeah. them to drop their lives and follow you know they always believed mm -hmm. all these things and then in the show you see like the nitty gritty Ooh. of their lives, you know, and, and some of it's uh, their own creation, you know, based on whatever. But anyway, there's one episode where one of the apostles um, is crippled. And so he it has a cane and, you know, he has trouble walking and um, he struggles with it and he sees Jesus healing all of these other people. He's healing mm. thousands of other people. And yet somebody right here, he's, he's like, like, why, why am I not being healed? You know, why, why mm -hmm. can I not walk? Mm -hmm. And, he never asks, he never brings it up. And somebody yeah. even mentions, why haven't you asked him to heal you? You know, like yeah. why? He's like, no, like, I don't want to, you know, he'll, he'll, he can do it. Like, I don't want to ask. I don't want to burden with that. Finally, one episode he asks him and he says like, why, why have you not healed me? And uh, Jesus says, well, first you haven't asked, you know, first you, you oh, never wow. even asked, you never even came forward. But then also he says, going into what we were saying about the power of suffering and hard times and going through these struggles, so there can mm -hmm. be light as he talks to him about, imagine how many lives you can change through what you're going through. And this is such a difficult thing. Wow. And I remember my mom and I watched this episode and we talked about it afterwards because it's a hard concept to come to terms with. Just like in life, it's hard to understand why we have to suffer, you know, why yeah. we have to go through these hard times. But I, I was saying to her and kind of the message it's saying is, you know, all of these people that hear these teachings, hear this word, hear yeah. these stories – not all of them are going to get to be healed by Jesus. You know, mm -hmm. so many people are not going to be healed by him. And yet when they see somebody right with Jesus preaching, still able to go about and do, travel all of these miles, even with his cane, do mm -hmm. all of this. 
through his own strength, not through having to have the divine healing, imagine how much greater oh, yeah. of an inspiration that is. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and that's, that's part of it. And so that's what he's trying, you know, he comes, yeah. is how many more can be impacted. 100%. This reminds me too of like, um, there's a book called Papillon. And mm -hmm. it's a very famous book. Uh, uh, tells the story of Papillon and how, anyway, um, there's just a line that says, funnily enough, a Pope in a prison cell told him and he really stuck with it. It's mm -hmm. like, because uh, he was going through very hard times, suffering and uh, going through a huge voyage that mm -hmm. got wrecked and all this. And it's like, it is this same obstacles and like struggles that are, that you're going through that are getting the best self of you to come out. Mm -hmm. Like all this is what's like just the catalyst for the best version of yourself. Yeah. And that's so interesting. Yeah, right? I agree. And we obviously, I, we wish it was easier, but it, it mm -hmm. isn't. Mm -hmm. and, and that also uh, made me think of um, what you're saying of like how how the um, the apostle, um, you know, like how many people he, he'll be able to even relate to now that, yes. like, that he, he, he had the cane and had to walk through. Um, when I went through my breakup, literally um, like months after, like I started to just hear a lot of people. Mm hmm talk about their breakups yes. <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know if i if i were i was help or not but the idea that i could at least hold a good conversation yeah. with them and at least hold space to what they were feeling yes. and like i'm that made me feel really good you know yeah. like just just the, the idea that wow like i now that i've gone through it mm -hmm. now i know the depths of it yeah a little more yeah Damn, like we, we can sit down and talk. Yeah. Before I couldn't. Before yes. I probably would have. Well, I can only imagine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and it's so much. I, I don't know. It shifts life. Yeah, know? it is. I've felt that recently too because I one of my best friends has been going through a hard breakup recently, mm. and this is her first breakup, first major yeah, major yeah. heartbreak, first major breakup, and so it's I've. I've been through my fair share of good <laughs> heartbreaks, uh, yeah. <laughs> and all of them were were not fun. But mm -hmm. now having that experience has been so great in being able to talk to her and relate with so many things that she's going through, you know, and be yeah. there for her as somebody to bounce these off and yeah. to have somebody else that's feeling these same ways. Really understand them, right? Because yes. at the end of the day, you also want to feel understood or affirmed, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that that some. Because you can get so you can feel so lonely, like you're on your own island. No one really can relate to what I'm going. But then you like look up and oh, there are a bunch of people yes. who like are also in their <laughs> islands and they found bridges to other islands. Yeah, and oh, all. I like that. <laughs> yeah, this community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, do you think that people were back? Do you think back and better than back ever? Back and better than ever, <laughs> yes. Do you do you think um when people like talk to other people cuz this is making me think of what we were saying at the beginning, right? Of like mm -hmm. how we create reality and how we see reality and it, a lot of it's connected to an internal world and all mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. I have an illusion that we're not, but sometimes I feel like that's not the reality. So I, I'm curious to see what you think. But are we all that selfish that all we care and breathe is like how we're doing and what we want to do and what we're saying? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's, it's hard because I don't want to believe that that's true. Me neither. You know? <laughs> so let's not, let's not believe that that's true. <laughs> um, because I really want to believe that people are not all just selfish narcissistic little creatures and that we all you know are living more for the community and the other and just everyone around us not just for ourselves I think that it's hard because the way that we are created and the way this world is set up we should be thinking of others and trying to put ourselves in other shoes but we're also all stuck inside these heads that can only see the world from our eyes you know, right. we're all stuck inside these minds that are just ours and that are just 
our ideas spinning and going around and it's impossible for me to jump up and be inside your mind and fully see, you know, and I can try and all of us can try. And I think that we can enlighten ourselves by listening to the perspectives of others and meeting new people and reading and watching movies and, you know, all these things as much as we can to infiltrate our minds with how others think. But in the end of the day, we're still only in our minds, you know, we're still (laughs) stuck there. Like we can't get out. And so I think that is kind of the difficulty of it. And the hard thing too is that, and this is, I was talking to my roommate, I think this also may have been listening to something about this too, that even these interactions we're having with other people, we're only seeing what they're allowing us to see and what they're putting off. Mm -hmm. So even then we're not seeing the full picture of anyone else because you're only seeing them for however much time you are Mm -hmm. and only seeing what they're presenting in whatever form that may be. So you can't, there's no way you can fully grasp another, you know? Yeah. And that makes me think of, sorry, what were you? No, go, no, no, no. It makes me think of like when you like someone and you start to get to know them Mm -hmm. or like even just a friend, Mm -hmm. when you get to know them deeper, it's like, wait a minute, look at all the complexities that you hold and I didn't even know about and I thought I knew it. Yes. And you, we assume that we know like, oh no. Oh yeah, they're this, this cool person, but it's just only that little slice that, mm-hmm. that they put out there yeah. that you've been able to see. Yeah. But not this whole full cheese. Yes. And, and think about, like you said, how many times in life you've known someone for years. And all of a, and they say something one time, and you're like, I never, yeah. I never knew you did that. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. I had a friend just I've known since third grade, I think. Yeah. And the, I over when I was back home in Kansas City, he had this guitar and a, and a ukulele and a banjo. <laughs> and all, and I, I've always known he could play piano. But I, I was like, yeah. I didn't know you could play guitar. How yeah. long have you played guitar? Oh, like six years. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. What? How yeah. did I not even realize that? You know? And I said, yeah. oh, well, I've always, I always think of you playing the piano. And he's like, well, yeah, that too. But, you know, and it's crazy. It's, yeah. it's these people that we consider. So even if our good friends, mm-hmm. there's that vast domain of things we don't know about them. Yeah. Then how much more the people that we only have brief interactions with. I know. Are we missing? You That's know, so interesting, and it, and it helps you not judge less too, mm-hmm. if you think about yeah. it. Cause yeah, because it's like, well, you can judge this slice, but you don't really know what's the whole back end of that. Either. Yes, yes. And we're, I think it's interesting too because it, it's an ever evolving thing because we are ever evolving. We're like constantly knowing, getting to know ourselves deeper, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and as we are getting to know yourselves, like we're obviously gonna exhume or like we're gonna exhibit different traits yes because we're also discovering yeah. them as we were going yeah 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 it's very interesting it is it is well it's interesting too yeah as you're saying that i'm just thinking of the fact that you know we think that we know all these people but also as you said we're always changing we're yeah. always adapting we're always developing yeah. so then even if i know someone really well a year ago uh-huh. it's a different person now I know. you know still the same core the same foundation yeah. but even in that one year, so much is different. Because I, I think of who I was a year ago, oh. and it's like, wow, I am yeah. I am a very different person. Yeah. I still have all the same core yeah. values, still the same, a lot of the same passion and interests and stuff. But all these little things, things that keep changing. Keep changing, and it's beautiful too. Like uh, beautiful to know that th- that that you got to know perspectives of people at certain times. Mm-hmm. And now you can also surrender that when you meet them again. Yes. And like be like, oh, well, I knew you then. And, and this was a really... Because I've also think, thought of friends that I've, you know, we haven't kept in touch in mm-hmm. a while anymore. And But the times that we had together, when we had them, like I can still appreciate that. And there's yeah. something beautiful to that. Because at that time and that point in life, we were like very aligned and we were in the same place. And, yes. And we had so much fun. Yeah. Like, we enjoyed it. And I know that if I were to meet them again, we'd have new conversations. And yes. we can ponder and reflect on that, but we can also bring about all this in-between life that yeah. we've shared, which yeah. is always, I think it's beautiful. I, yeah, I agree. It's interesting, too, how there's some people that you know I was friends with and then have lost touch, and yeah. then you come back, and sometimes it's like no time has passed. You know, you oh, jump back in, and 100%. it's like, Oh my gosh, it's like I just saw you yesterday. Yes. How is that? You know, how are we still so in tune right, with each the other? Energy, right? Yes. 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 Um, but it's interesting. Sometimes it's that. And then I have 
some friends that it's like we were so close when our lives aligned in that way. You know, we were so close and then you don't see each other for a while and you come back together and it's almost like you both have evolved along different paths. Like these friends that you still, it's like, you know, you both change, but you kind of been going the same direction still. Whereas some people, you come back together and it's, it's crazy because it, I feel like I've been having to come to terms a little bit with appreciating the fact that, okay, we did have such great times. You know, we had so much in common and we were such good friends and we shared so many things. Now we're just at different points in life. And so we just don't have that same level of connection, you know? And And it's natural. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. No, that I think it's also, it reminds me to allow that too, you know, Mm -hmm. to be organic and be like, well, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay too. Like I, sure I miss them or uh, I wish we were same, say in the same country, but Mm -hmm. it's like, that's okay. Yeah. Like yeah. they're going through what they need to go through, and and I'm still cheering for them, you mm-hmm. know. Yes. And if yes. it ever came, if it ever came for us to meet again, I hope we can share like new things, new memorable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. things. I agree. I agree. And get to hear about the travels. Yes. That we went yes. Hear about everything between. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you uh, one of the last questions before we finish, but um, about acting oh. and your passion for acting. Oh, yeah. Because um, you had an interesting path to acting, didn't you? A what? A path to, to... How did you find acting? So, for me, it was... It's kind of been almost my whole life. It uh-huh. kind of, I started dancing when I was two mm-hmm. and l- fell in love with it. I just love... I danced and then I twirl baton when I was really little. Uh, <laughs> so, I started dancing and twirling, I think, at like three. And so, I was doing competitions twirling and then all the judges their comments were always too much dance not enough twirling and so then my mom was like all right we're just gonna do dance we you know we don't need to do it and I liked the dancing part so much better than the twirling yeah Uh, so I switched to a new dance studio and started doing that but even when I was little I always I loved dancing but my favorite part of it was just the performing you know like and of the the story of it and being on stage and getting to I don't know, hear, like, relate to the audience and then also to the other dancers and all of that. So I think that was kind of the beginning of it. And then even when I was little, I did little skits at, like, day, you know, like little summer camp skits, plays, things like that. Um, But it was always dance, theater, and soccer were the three that I feel like throughout my life. Uh, And so as I got older, I guess from the time I was maybe in kindergarten, I said I wanted to be in movies when I grew up. Like really? That, uh, yeah. It was like... And it wasn't like a movie that you watch or something that influenced huh. that? Oh, it was wow. like, even when I think back, it's... I can't even... I don't even know when it started because it's my whole life. That's what I've said, you mm-hmm. know? So I think... It started with dance and just this yeah. love of... And my friends and I, every time we had a sleepover, we'd put on shows in my basement, you know, for our, we'd make our parents yeah. come watch and uh, all of like loved putting all that together. I love... I love public speaking also. So like <sighs> at school, like I just love giving speeches in class yeah. and I love doing the readings at mass and... Um, anytime we'd have a little program, I would want to get to do the, re- you know, anything like that. I just right. love, I love public speaking. I love being in front of people. So I think that's where a lot of it came from. Yeah. Um, all throughout grade school at my school, it was, you did like a singing program until eighth, seventh and eighth grade did like mm. an actual musical. And I could not wait to get to do the actual, you know, the musical. So that, that was kind of middle school is the first time I feel like I really started getting into theater and really not just dancing, but acting and, mm-hmm. you know, as well. Um, and then, yeah, high school, at, like theater. All would you through. always like do, um, you know, like how in certain classes they would be like, okay, guys, we're going to do a project and uh, you could do like a little play of the project. Mm-hmm. Would you, would you yeah. have that? Uh, I think, yes. And I think I would always want to do it. I but- actually... When I think back to being little, you know, we look back and we're like, oh man, I was probably so annoying when I because <laughs> I think about how I was in school. You know, I was, yeah. uh, now I'm like, yeah, I would have been annoyed with myself because <laughs> I was very much like, oh, I want to be the one, you know, want to be yeah, the one to do it, want to be able to the one to perform like, yeah. oh, any like talent show in, in grade oh, school, man. I always had to do some big thing for it or make some big deal of it oh my gosh uh but it was it was like i loved it so yeah. much any any outlet i mm-hmm. wanted to jump on and, and do yeah. um yeah that's awesome that you had uh places to have outlets for mm-hmm. it because sometimes i see a lot of people who who don't have the outlet and mm-hmm. then they kind of feel like it just becomes a frustrated dream but it's still a dream yeah it's still an idea yes yeah yeah but 
what about you? <laughs> what? Well, I feel, I feel, I mean, I, you actually just told me. I told you, yeah. Yes, recently. It was similar, like dancing and then yes. dancing led me to like a school in the arts and, yeah. and then the little bit. But you know what I found really interesting is like, I, I didn't know how much I loved constructing and leading and directing, mm-hmm. the directing aspect of it. Because now that I go back to like high school and stuff, yeah, I would always, or middle school, I would always be like, oh, 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 okay. Can 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 I can I do a can I do a little play? Can I, can, oh, can I do a little short film? Can I can I, uh, oh oh oh? We need to do a PowerPoint. Oh, mm-hmm. but but can I make a, can I have a little presentation before like a little uh, opening with that? Yeah, like, yeah. So I would make my friends like do that. Like it was yeah. so funny. Well, I you did that in college too. And now I did uh, it in and college. Did. So I'm like okay. Because as you say that, I'm like I, that's I feel like I've always seen you. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny because I don't I I had. To, I'm believing it more this year. That's something I'm manifesting. It's just like believing that more mm-hmm, that I mm-hmm. that I have an eye and 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 love for for that kind of craft too. Yeah. But it can be intimidating. Well, as a kid, it isn't because you're not thinking about it. But when you become a young adult and you're you have a brain that that thinks and overthinks and yes, you know, like it can you can shut yourself down so yeah. easily. Yeah. And I don't want to. Yeah. That's that's anyway. awesome. But uh, Madeline, Alan, at the end of every chat mm-hmm. i love doing some creative games and stuff oh and i, I thought love games. yeah um so maybe we could maybe we could do a one word story okay um and then i would love if we share some of our poems i think that they yeah. we need to we need I to think, share this yeah, with people we should I yeah back we're ditching the one word stories we're just gonna go straight to the poems because that's where the action is yes that's the true magic where it unfolds please start us off we start off with day five day five mm-hmm. of our challenge this was the yes. little challenge we did we did like the 30 days of poems and yes yes so we're just gonna read a few of the highlights from this some good some bad hopefully more good than bad but doesn't matter it happened we're present <laughs> okay day start five. it off let's yeah. start off <laughs> Yeah, so let's jump right into it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start off with day five. Dopamine desires, even the dedicated distract. Anticipation climbing, best before, but then ice cream declining. Will it live up to what we invent? Disappointment arrives while satisfaction was our intent. Maybe energy wrongly spent. Prefrontal cortex too good at its job. Various outcomes not always aligning. Okay. That's gold. I like that one. All right, this is my day one. 1228 struck lightning at my door with little to say but much to complain. She shook me by the ears and showed me the way. I forget I'm the architect of my dreams, the painter to my hills. Hills sometimes climbed backwards when breath is out of air. That's why with painstaking ache, my hand awakens from the ground, grabbing the pencil by the hand and writing a poem before the cuckoo strikes two. An artist remains when everything that's left is fearless perseverance and an endless desire to make love. That's beautiful. And we got some silly ones, yeah? We do. Oh, yeah, yeah. The silly ones are so good. Yes, this will kind of... Start going in that direction. This is day 13. Alice was beautiful and soft and green, with 12 blossoming petals, the happiest flower you've ever seen. One day she was swept away from her home, taken out in the world where there's more room to roam. At first she was scared, and her owner was too. He'd raised her from a seed. How to survive, she hadn't a clue. But she made some good friends who gave her love and sunshine, and before long she knew that she was going to be fine. After a while, she returned to her owner, full of stories and tales to be told. Happy to be home, but if she'd never gone, she would have never learned to be bold. That one's gold. <laughs> Thank you. And that, I don't hey, know what well, you consider that one silly, but that one's fine. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Thank All you. Right. It's kind of a mixture. Yeah. This can perhaps be one of my favorite ones. It's from day 21. Poem of a poem in a poem for a poem. Thank you, poem. <laughs> That's it. I love it. Oh, this is nice. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay, next, 
we're oh yes we're doing a little bit more of the serious ones i think which one's that this one and then we'll do day 20 okay yes. day 20 so many thoughts in these last few days drastics up sorry day 20 so many thoughts in these last few days drastic ups and downs practically hanging upside down constantly in a hurry even when i'm not feeling like i need to be somewhere else that i'm not but where on earth do i need to be Alors pourquoi pas ici? Hear the clock ticking towards time itself, fearful I'm running out, yet years stretch before me, yearning to be lived, and I yearn to live them, though I know not what they hold. Is it the unknown that scares me, or fear of failure? The fear that whatever the future conceals won't live up to my wildest dreams? Oubliez ça, oubliez ça. Remember the truth, I hold the reins. Nay, God holds the reins, a far better driver than I. He can see so much more from his place in the sky. So if he guides me, then why do I fret? I circle in squares, lost in corners I create. Right angles end up wrong. I wonder if I'm growing obtuse or just fuzzy from feelings too late. The poem was so good it made my, my stomach grumble. Went, oh, yeah. oh, that was, mm. That's some serious power. Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> I love this part where you go, um, is it? No, it's... Yes, the fear that whatever the future conceals will live up to my wildest dreams. Mm. Yeah, mm. I like that line. Okay. Aha, mm. uh -huh. this is from my day 14. And it was kind of similar to yours. Mm -hmm. It was like, yeah. mm. days off don't feel that off anymore. Running from one place to the next, hopping, texting, driving, running in circles while holding my breath to not drown on my tears, feeling like I don't want to work here anymore. It's not funny. How there's a point in our lives, all we need to really care about is feeling free. Feeling free. Feeling. Playing and running. Not in circles, but in every possible direction. Loving and hopping. Not in circles, but from place to place without losing any momentum. Exploring, rediscovering, and living and living life through each breath. Unafraid of where the next step might take them. Because if they fall, they get on up. Wipe them tears and keep running forward to the next yet to no moment. That's how I want to live. I love that one. I love, I love hearing that one read. Uh -huh, the vigor uh -huh. with which it builds the whole time. Right, right, right. Okay, uh, now we have a couple that are both about some adventures. Oh, yeah, 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 the adventures. Yes, ones. Yes, yes, yes. So we went uh, through this adventure. We saw there was a, a mattress store. Oh, the, the, we, oh. Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> Never mind. Go on. Just, you'll, you'll live it. You'll this. live it. Yes. Day 11. Drunk on laughter, high on smile, Brussels sprouts heaped in a pile. A grand dinner served on a ridge, tasty but cold, if only a smidge. Mattress store, <laughs> eating one fish but wanting one more. Pumpkin or Oreo? Oreo's divine, as is Nutella. And the 5'9". <laughs> Great, great. Awesome, awesome, great. awesome stuff. Day 12, so this is after you wrote it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yoga classes, serendipitous encounters, sleepless nights in the heart of Los Angeles, wanting to show that I've come to grow, closing the door in a mattress store, <laughs> or eating one fish, but one in one more. Will it make sense when all of it's gone? Will it make for something better than before? Question. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little off with the rhythm, but okay. No, no, it was good. It yeah. worked. Um, okay, now we both have one more. Yes. Okay. So. Oh yes, 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 yes. I love this. This last two. This last yes. I we left left the best for the last. best for last. Okay, this is my day twenty four. A red cup of coffee, a red cup of tea, a red line notebook filled with bits of me, espresso and souls both poured out the same. Each to-go cup and person given a name. Some come and go, some stick around, all gripping tight this habit to which we are bound. Fleeting conversation, laughter here and there. Perhaps the stayers dive deep, the goers haven't a care. Oh, it's so good it like leaves me with one. Yeah. <laughs> leave them, leave them. Leave them hanging. Yeah. All right. This is a great one to end on. Yeah, this is day 31. I call this the tree of life. The tree of life grows deeply within. It soars with the crescent moon and the shallow reefs deep beneath the shore. 
There are lusters of green and sparks of white, amber flies sourcing from the heart, all ever culminating at the palm of my hand. The tree of life is all of life. It's the triceratops of rotten moles to the skyrocketing buildings of pale blue glass. It's the rampy change of time with an hourglass that never wings a whisk of sand. The tree of life is the meaning of life, is knowing when to smile when the hours are turned to dust and memories deeply forgotten, is knowing when to cry for one's first goodbye, is knowing when to live for what's truly yours and not anything more, is knowing that one can be free with something bigger than you. I'm an oak tree catching on the breeze, I'm a dolphin leaping from the sea, I'm everything in anything, I'm jumping, I'm running, I'm smiling, cause I'm happy to be here, carving on the tree of life a heart that says to me, to you, and all of us, for the you and me in all of us. Great. That one like gave me chills. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> all right, well. Madeline, that concludes our episode. That was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for being here and for being such a source of uh, love and light all the time. Thank you. And the same to you. Thank you for having me and bringing this beautiful bit of light to my day and my week. Thank you. Cheerio. Sante. <laughs> <laughs>